at SAFM Radio and at Mesh Constant on SAFM. Okay, we're not going to go to a break. I just say, why, why, why? No point. So, <laughs> let's talk to this. It's something called the Big Freeze, and it drove early humans out of Europe. So, if we think of climate change and we think of those few degrees Celsius, or for people in other countries, Fahrenheit, where it goes up, and we're thinking, what is going to be the impact on humanity? Let's try and find out what happened, in fact, to humans over 200,000 years ago. Professor Cronus Tsidakis is a professor of physical geography at the University College London. Prof, thank you so much for joining us. Michelle, thank you very much for the kind invitation. Happy to be here. So let's look at it. We can talk about the temperature going up a few degrees or up or a few degrees down, and we can see the massive impact it has had on the globe, certainly with regards to climate change here. The question is, what kind of impact would a couple of degrees over um, 200,000 years ago have done for for human beings at the time, or humans? Yeah, well, I mean, it, to start with, it's a bit ironic that we're talking about a big freeze when we're all, there's all this heat wave I've been mm. in Greece for the past month, and it's, 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 it, it's never been as hot as that, and the fires are going all over the place. Mm. So... Yeah, but uh, the uh, a few degrees uh, doesn't sound like a lot, but you know the the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change has warned about if we exceed the one point five degrees, um, so uh, of, of global warming, that of course refers to mean global temperature. So it, locally, it can be it can be many different degrees. For for the period we we found. Um, much to our surprise, was that this extreme cooling happened uh, and it, sea surface temperatures just off Lisbon dropped um, down to 5.5 degrees. I repeat, 5.5 <laughs> degrees Celsius. Yeah. Okay, today about 20 degrees. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's not a couple of degrees. That's a lot. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and in, uh, the climate uh, model simulations that we have suggests that in areas where the humans were, uh, it, that's in the Burgos in northern Spain, the temperature in the winter went steadily below freezing during the winter, and that lasted about 4,000 years. So it's uh, you, it, it, those humans, um, th- those archaic humans, probably didn't know what hit them. It was probably the first time that, that the climate got so cold, yeah. and they were not prepared for it. They, they had no means... To, to make fire. We have no charcoal uh, remnants, fossilized ch- charcoal from the places of human occupation. They probably have had lower fat insulation, maybe not a lot of clothing. So they were really not, not prepared to deal with it. So, Prof, when we talk about that time, are we saying that it was cold as in it was a wet cold or was this a dry, icy cold? It's a dry cold, uh, and we know it's dry because we know the, we we have uh, fossilized pollen grains uh, uh, in our sediments, and we can look at them and we can see that the vegetation changed from from a forest to very dry, semi-desert uh, sure. vegetation communities. So, Prof, we do have to go to a break, but when we come back from the break, uh, I'd like to kind of find out how they might have responded. I mean, you say the shock to them would have been absolutely massive. Does this mean that they literally all just rolled up into a ball and probably froze to death? Or um, did they find ways of dealing with it? Um, We'll get to that right after the break.
Michelle Constant on SAFM. 7.41, we're talking about something that was called the Big Freeze and uh, previously unknown to science. It apparently drove early humans out of Europe for over 200,000 years. But uh, the question is, if it drove them out, did they have the facility and the ability to do that in a cold, cold climate? On the line is Professor Cronus Tsidakis, Professor of Physical Geography at the University College in London. Uh, Prof... So the temperature just drops, poof, like seriously. What happens next? They die. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't laugh. But like, <laughs> I they mean, die. That's I, it. I think I think it, it's difficult to see. They said, "Oh, okay, let's let's pack up and let's let's go uh, thousands of of kilometers further back to the east, back near Georgia in the Caucasus." Yeah. Uh, things are a bit milder uh I, I i think you know well maybe some have done i mean this this is this is speculation but i i think we're dealing there what what we have is small hunter-gatherer bands uh not very resilient uh because what happens of course is the whole caring capacity of the environment the productivity goes down there's fewer animals to 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 hunt down uh uh, or to find the remains of this, so there's less food um, in addition to being cold. So I think I think they just didn't make it. I, I, I just 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 they, they they died. Then the question is, how long did it take until um, some uh, other humans came back and repopulated Europe? And um, and here is is, is 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 we're now again into the realms of speculation. But the 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 fossil record um, shows a gap. Yeah. In, uh, in 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 human remains and stone tools for about the period you mentioned, two hundred thousand years. So, in about nine hundred thousand years, there's a very very big glacial period. Very, we, we we've known about that. We we used to think that's the very the first big one. Um, uh, not and yet we found one at one point one, so earlier than we thought. And so there's another one at nine hundred thousand, and after that we have human remains and, and and stone tools, and and it it looks like it's a different species. It's a more resilient species that comes back, yeah, and is better able to deal with a more extreme climate. So, Prof. What do we learn from this? I mean, it's interesting, as you said right up front, that if we look at what's going on in Greece right now, I mean, the temperatures are extraordinarily high. Their wildfires are expanding and exploding. And I recently heard, you know, that there's a conversation around arsonists who could possibly be involved. But what do we learn, given what's currently going on globally with regards to temperature and climate? What do we learn from that? Um, we don't, in a sense that it doesn't. This this doesn't provide any lessons for what's oh, coming in the future. Okay. Uh, in that, you can say it illuminates our past, which is always uh, an interest. We we have an interest, especially in the human past. Yeah. Uh, uh, but the in terms of of lessons that could be carried in in, in future. Uh, now, let me put it this way: the, the the cold that cold spell happened because uh ice sheets uh large ice sheets grew in europe for the first time and then they melted and the fresh water that went into the north atlantic provided a fresh lid and that weakened or even stopped completely the gulf stream and the north atlantic circulation and that's what made the, the climate so very cold 
the uh, so you could say what happens of course in the future um if if we start melting greenland which is a real concern mm. and would that have an effect on 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 north atlantic circulation and downstream and the climate uh, and but the it's a different situation because yes it will it will have a small effect but it will be it gets trumped but the high carbon dioxide concentrations that we have in the atmosphere. I mean, the fact that we have such high CO2 concentrations really override any other things into the future. It's just going to get warmer and warmer. Well, there's an encouraging thought, Professor. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's, <laughs> <laughs> it just, it just, it's pretty depressing. <laughs> Professor Kronos Tsadakis, thank you so much for getting up early in the morning to talk to us, Professor of Physical Geography at the University College in London. It's 7.46.